Hello, I'm Matt McClellan, and welcome to the Grower Radio Network. Karen Varga, editor of Garden Center Magazine, recently spoke with John Rader of Euro-American Propagators about Sinetti. Here is their conversation. I'm Karen Varga, and I'm here this afternoon with John Rader, who is a managing member of Euro-American Propagators. He's going to give us some insights today into Centauri Flowers' Sinetti flower line. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good to be with you. Good to hear. First, let's get some background. Can you tell me about how Euro-American in the U.S. and Centauri Flowers in Japan have been working together to develop the North American market for Sinetti? I think I've been working with Suntory for, golly, it's got to be almost 15 years now on the Sinetis, and I recognize them right away as being something unique and different. And what I uh, was looking at was that it's a crop that we could propagate at other times of the year when business is slower. And what it is, it's a very early flowering crop, and so I was looking at it from the standpoint of having all of this beautiful color out in guard centers earlier in the year, and that it really fit, uh, fit a uh, market niche. And then therefore, uh, our company being primarily a young plant company, that we would be able to have liner sales from August to uh, February with Sinetis to meet the market demands of all the different regions of the country. I feel like Sinetis have carved out a niche of their own separate from the spring season. So I think that I saw the vision in that, and we worked together on it, Centauri and Euro, to be able to make that happen. And it's taken time because it is a a new crop and a new idea, but it's uh, been getting more and more traction over the years. And how exactly is Sinetti different from the old-fashioned seed-grown center area? Well, I think, in my opinion, that the... uh, what I like about the Sinetti is that they've gone back into the original wild types of Paracallus. Only they've been mainly breeding in that uh, F1 cross, in that F1 generation. So therefore, they have a lot of the wild characteristics still in them that in many cases with Cinerarias have been bred out of them. The Cinerarias have fit a very nice niche for a small pot plant or something that is a short-lived performing plant that can be grown for a limited period of time very early in the season, where Sinetis, what they have is they have a, a great deal more vigor, and they produce more flowers in a season, and they can also be uh, put outside, where uh, in many cases, Cinerarias, we don't often think of them as being a bedding plant in many places, but the Sinetis give you this uh, bedding plant formula to go along with an indoor pot plant formula. But I think the biggest asset that Sinetti has is that it's reblooming and that it will come back into flower again. So a consumer can buy these and actually enjoy them as a pot plant like on a Valentine's Day. And then when spring comes, they can be put outside, cut back, and then put in the garden, and then they'll put out another flush of blooms. And they will continue to flush into bloom until it gets really warm at night. It's really the warm temperatures at night that turn off the flowering on Sinetti. So 
they really enjoy those cool months. So any market that has cool months of the year, like the mild climates of the southern states, they can enjoy Sinetis and have a reblooming plant in their garden. Or northern climates bring in Sinetis, enjoy them as a pot plant, and then plant them out in the spring and have it as an early flowering bedding plant in the garden. So what you're saying is that Sinetti is really perfect for those early spring sales. Yes, it is. And like I was saying, I think it, it almost opens up a niche that's earlier than early. It, it's earlier than, than the early spring sales idea that we often think of. In the southern states, it, it would be uh, something that would be coming into bloom and could be enjoyed even in January. Like they start to flower for uh, us in Southern California in January, right after the holidays. And they can be enjoyed outside then. And whereas in the northern states, you have the idea that they could be an early spring plant that is sold out there around the same time as pansies. And then you've got another option for early sales that way. But what I think is really appealing to the, the northern climates is that that maybe they'd be enjoyed inside first and then put outside and enjoyed in the garden later. And why is Sinetti a product that independent garden centers should want to carry? I think everybody in the nursery industry is looking for early sales. I actually majored uh, in school in food crop production, like mainly orchard crops, and it was always, you know, as early as you can get something to market, the better. And I think that Sinetti gives you another tool to approach those early season sales. And the flower intensity and the, the colors and the varieties there on Sinetis are so strong that they, you know, after somebody's been through a dreary, dull winter, they, like, just stand out so strongly. So I think they become a speed bump in a garden center. And so I think any independent garden center would want to have something that's a speed bump that, it makes people stop and think twice. And then I think the aspect to say to someone, well, yes, it's, it's early blooming now, and then as, it, as the blooms taper off, you can just cut it back, and then it'll uh, reflower again. And I think that will be appealing to people also. And I think that a garden center should be trying to get as much as they possibly can. I think the best prices are on plants that they can get to the market early. And so I think Sinetti fits that mold that they can charge and get, well, a lot more than just a pot-type Cineraria for sure, and perhaps maybe more than other crops that they sell early in their garden centers. Now, if a garden center decides that they do want to carry Sinetti, what recommendations would you have to them to differentiate their displays from the box stores? I'm a very strong believer in being able to have destinations in a, a garden center that attract people to them. I think if they can really play up the idea that these are Sinetis and Sinetti is the reblooming flower, I believe Centauri has the POP and the things to be able to do that. And they really put a campaign together around that to get the word out to their customers, whether they have email blasts or whatever, and just make a real big deal about having Sinetis and selling Sinetis don't sell Paracallus or Cinerarias, sell them under their brand name, like they're a fine wine or something. 
And I think that as long as the value perception to the consumer, as displayed by signage, by advertising, as well as by the way they're presented in the garden center, I think that that will distinctively differentiate other paracallus that might be in a box store. And could you explain the difference between Sinetti and Baby Sinetti plants and what their recommended presentations at retail might be? I think that the most unique and the most popular selling Sinetti's are the very large ones, the very robust, vigorous ones that become very tall. They're so vigorous that a, a grower can put like one in a eight-inch plant, and with a pinch, a pinch or two, they'll get a, an amazing plant that will branch and, and make a nice scaffolding and then fill that whole eight-inch pot with only one liner. And that's actually the way that I would recommend doing it is one liner with a couple of pinches, not multiple liners in an eight-inch. So it's almost like the regular large-type Sinetis. Those are the ones that are distinctively different than anything like get out there, distinctively different than a Cineraria. So those large ones with the big, large, robust flowers that become tall and they are just loaded, those are the ones that really grab people's eye. And they seem to be the ones that command the most value. And I think the reason for that is there's nothing like it in Cineraria that are that big. The baby Sinetis, now, their value is in growing a smaller pot. And again, you would do one liner per small pot and then uh, with a pinch. And then that becomes uh, just a, a very small, almost a snow cone-like effect. And baby Sinetti flowers extremely heavy on a very small plant. And they're really nicely suited for a decorative pot of some sort that's kind of squatty. And then you have this beautiful flush of blooms on top. So the largest you would ever want to go with a baby Sinetti would be like a 5-inch. So 4 to 5-inch finish on baby Sinetti. So a smaller one. It just You might say that the baby Sinetti would be more like an impulse item that could be put near a cash register or something like that where they go, oh, man, look at those. are really cute. And, and still play up the same assets that Sinetti has with the reblooming. Thing. And the most of the colors in the babies are just the same as the babies, or just the same colors as the uh, ones in the large. It's just that they're more compact and they're smaller flowers, but there's more of them in a you know square inch of plant. So two different looks entirely, but it seems like the large uh, type are the unique ones and the ones that grab people's attention the most. The babies are a little bit more subtle and would need a maybe a separate presentation. But I still think they can command more value, much more value than just the Cineraria. Now, speaking of attention grabbers, one of your big customers, Armstrong Garden Centers in California, has really embraced Sinetti for its spring kickoff the past few years. They give away plants at the shopping mall, they, and they tie it back to a Sinetti Smile photography contest, and there are more incentives than, than just that to come to the garden center. Is there anything that you can tell us about Armstrong's promotion and how any retailer could do something similar to it? Well, I think, again, to play on this whole idea of, first, that they're very early to flower. So I think after somebody's been through a winter time or a period of time when the days are shorter and not as bright and sunny, that having something that's really flowering and bright like that is 
something to play up. It's something to get people's attention, whether it's with the Sinead Smile campaign, like what Armstrong did, where they actually had a giveaway in some shopping malls. And then you said, okay, I'll give you this point, but you have to smile. That's all. And then the whole idea that you're introducing that brand name, Sinetti, was the idea behind that. But I think that the program goes far beyond that, and I think that what needs to be done, and Armstrong is, is doing this in their own uh, magazine publication, is to play up the reblooming side of Sinetti's, that people can buy these plants and enjoy them in the cooler months of the year and have all this gorgeous color, but then they rebloom. And I think that those are the things that need to be promoted through whatever vehicle for whatever market. You know, I think uh, retailers are often very, they know their market. Every market is almost like a micro market. And so they think it play into some of those basic things, the earliness to flower, the robust nature of the plant, and then the reblooming habit. And then use the best vehicles to communicate that message out there, whether it be social media or just, their regular advertising in the local paper. I mean, they would know. But I think making a big deal about that they have Sinetti and the reblooming flower, then it helps to sell them and it helps to drive up the value. Those are some great ideas. Switching kind of from the live events to more of the digital side of things, Centauri has developed these digital tools to educate customers and also help re retailers promote Sinetti. What are your thoughts on the free resources that are available to retailers from Sinetti, such as the photo library, videos, um, a mobile site for Sinetti, as well as the ability to create bench cards and apps for iPad, such as the virtual combo designer and easy gardening tips? What's your take on all of this? Well, I think Centauri has done the groundwork to help get the word out. And I think a lot of marketing is just education. And I think Suntory's done a great job in being able to provide all those tools out there, not just to educate consumers, but also to educate the retailers and then the associates that the retailers may have out on the floor that are working with the customers. So my idea would be that in all the busyness of the day-to-day -day that we, we go through as uh, people in, uh, as flower growers and flower sellers, that... It's, it's often, you know, very hard at times to put the hose down and and then, you know, learn a little bit more about the product that you're offering. But I believe that if a garden center and a grower and then the associates in that garden center learn about these resources that are out there, learn how to use them, and then also refer their customers to them, Maybe in the email blast, there's a way to put a link in there that goes to one of the informative videos or whatever that's on, or the virtual combo designer from Suntory. Then, uh, then it gets people starting to garden before they even get to the garden center. I think there's twofold. I think that the garden center can educate themselves better in the product so they really know it, which I think is important. And then the next step would be then they know how to teach that to their customers and get the word out, and they can identify. I think this would be a really strong tool for people to learn from. And I say start with uh, the people that are selling it and get them educated using all these tools and then uh, turn around and get the word out on the same tools to the consumers, their customers. That's some great advice, John. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your afternoon to speak with us today. 
Uh, my pleasure, and uh, thanks for the chance.